Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Check it Ready? Let's go. No need to play around with this one. I'm going to go ahead and jump right on in. De'Aaron Fox did not make the All-Star team. Kings fans are not happy for a multitude of reasons other than besides just feeling like De'Aaron should have made the All-Star team. I mean, past years we've talked about was De'Aaron snubbed, was he deserving and not getting the recognition, and it was always easy to point to the fact, well, the Kings aren't good, so who cares if he doesn't make the All-Star team? You know, his numbers may be good, but are they so gaudy, are they so crazy that you say there's no way you can deny him? And this year, it felt like to a lot of folks that with the Kings having some success on the court, they're above 500, third in the West, that the Kings would get two All-Stars to go around. And they got one. They got Demonte Sabonis. And I think I've said in various places for most of the season that if anyone was going to get squeezed off the team, it would be De'Aaron. And that's what happened. Because, And I, I attribute that to a couple of things. One, just look at the standings in the West. It's not like you have six, seven teams that have separated themselves. Really, you have Denver... And you have Memphis, and then I think most people, myself included, would put the Kings, even though they're third, put them in that 3-13 to 13 range in terms of teams that really there aren't, isn't that a whole lot of difference between? And you look at the standings, and I think outside of the Rockets and the Spurs, pretty much every team right now in the West believes they have a good chance of making the playoffs. I think that also bears out in how the Western team ended up filling out. You got 11 different teams represented in the 12 spots on the roster. No teams like this isn't a few years ago where the Warriors walked in with four guys, anything like that. This thing is really, really spread out across the conference. But I know, I know, you don't care about that anyway. Your real concern is, can De'Aaron Fox get some love? Can, why is he at home or at this point? <laughs> Obviously, no injuries and whatnot, things can change. But as of now, why is he at home? He's averaging 23.4 points, 5.9 assists, and shooting 49.9% from the field. And the Kings are winning. But here's a few things to consider. I'm not, mind you chill, don't get mad at me. I'm not saying that De'Aaron doesn't deserve to be an all-star. But 
I can rationalize why he didn't make it. One, in today's NBA, De'Aaron's numbers are good, but they're not the kind of numbers where you walk by and say, oh my damn, that dude's averaging 23 points. You know, it's not like Shea Gilgis Alexander averaging over 30 or, you know. And also, De'Aaron doesn't have what I would call many, what I would call signature moments this year. And I know he's been great in the fourth quarter, and this is not, not hating or anything, but you look at some of these other guys, you know, Dame's had 50, what, 60-point games. You know, you have these moments that stick out in voters' heads when they're filling out those ballots for reserves. And then there's really this also part to this other part. He plays guard. And playing guard in the West is hard <laughs> to make an all-star team when you're a guard. So, am I, you know, surprised? Yeah, a little. But I don't think this is the crime of the century that De'Aaron's not on the all-star team at this moment. I just can't get myself that worked up about it. Just because I don't think it's the the shameful situation that maybe some of you might think it is because even though I do believe De'Aaron is all-star worthy I can understand how this might happen again that doesn't make you feel good you probably like I don't want to hear that shit from you right now I get it I completely understand but hey it's where we are right now so what I'm gonna do now let's just look at the uh reserves who who beat out De'Aaron for those last seven spots and kind of look at possibly why those guys uh, got the knot. First, you know, Ja Morant. Ja was making the team. There's no question. There's no, I don't think there's anyone who's rational who would debate Ja Morant's spot on this team. Then you got, like I said, Shea Gilgus-Alexander. He's been a monster all year. Averaging above 30 points. And he's a big reason why the Oklahoma City Thunder, who I think, especially with Chet Holmgren out for the year, we all figured they were in that, you know, I don't know if they've given the uh, given tanking this year a cool nickname, who you're tanking for. But, you know, Victor Wembanyama, I always think I say his name wrong. I probably said it wrong then. But I think a lot of us assume that they'd be in that race. But... They're actually in the playoff hunt, and Shea is a big reason for that. You know, of course, we got Domas Sabonis from the Kings, who from pretty much most of this year, you know, he's been the best center not named Nikola Jokic. Part of that, I would say, is due to injury, because I think if Anthony Davis had played more games, he's on this team. But that's neither here nor there. You know, in terms of being on the court consistently, the only center who's been on the court more consistently and played better than Sabonis would be Jokic, who's a starter on who's a starter in the All Star game. Then we got Laurie Markkinen. You know, another team that everyone expected would probably be tanking this year. They traded both of their All Stars and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Piled up a ton of draft picks. Figured this would be a throwaway year. Laurie Markkinen has had other has decided that's not going to be the case. He's played well all year. You're not going to find many people who can dispute his spot. Then, of course, we got Dame Lillard. Dame is Dame. Unless Dame is injured, Dame is going to be an all-star. And 
Hard to argue that at all. Hard to argue that. But here's where things get a little murky, I'm sure, for Kings fans and naysayers. Because whenever I hear someone say, this guy should have been an all-star, that's not fair. How come he's not an all-star? I always say, okay, I hear your argument. Who do you take off the team to get your guy on? And now we get to the two guys that I think a lot of folks are looking at and say, get those guys off the team and get De'Aaron on. First, we're going to start with Paul George. Now, Paul, the Clippers haven't exactly been the most over, you know, haven't been as dominant as people would hope. Um, Paul's played less than 40 games. You know, the Clippers have been very open about sitting guys and being, you know, we know what they do. But when Paul has played, Paul is pretty damn good. And he can still impact the game on both ends of the court. And the Clippers aren't a terrible team. I mean, they're, what, like four or fifth in the West? And Paul George is well-respected around the league. And it was going to be hard. I can't be – I mean, I'm, I'm probably – I'm a little surprised he still made the team given that he hasn't played, you know – as many games as I think as a lot of folks would have liked to have seen, but it, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Paul George is a multiple time all-star and generally when you start piling up those all-star appearances, you kind of just keep getting on the team unless some absolutely weird crazy happens. And that hasn't happened. It's not like Paul's missed like six, seven weeks straight or anything like that. So that's why I think you see Paul George on the team, but Here's where I know everyone gets mad. And that is with Jaron Jackson Jr. Y'all got all the smoke for uh, for Triple J, don't you? You don't like this one at all. You're like, how did the Memphis Grizzlies get two All-Stars and the second one being Jaron Jackson Jr.? Okay. He is one, you know, he is one of the NBA's most impactful defenders. But I get it. His numbers also, I mentioned De'Aaron's numbers not being completely overwhelming in today's game. I get it. You see a guy averaging 15.9 points, especially a big man averaging 6.1 rebounds. You don't even care then about his 3.2 blocks per game at all, do you? And I get it. Like I said, those rebounds don't jump out at you, for, for especially for a power forward. His scoring isn't great for a quote-unquote all-star. You know, like, come on, about 16 points a game. Really, what's he doing? The blocks are good, but then again, after this past was a last weekend where someone put the stuff on social media about basically saying <laughs> Jaren's uh, stats are padded at home. So I know it probably makes a lot of you, you could really couldn't care less about his stats, his blocks per game, because you figure that's a bullshit number. I get it. But the thing, the most important thing is that, let's be real, as much as we know that defense helps you win championships, defense helps you win in the playoffs, nobody gives a damn about defense in the All-Star game. No one. No one cares if the best perimeter defender makes the All-Star team. I mean, there's a reason why so many folks complain about Rudy Gobert taking up an all-star spot every year. That's probably why folks, some folks don't care that Draymond Green has been an all-star multiple times because, well, who needs to see defenders in the all-star game? Because, right, 
If you're watching that game, no one's watching the All-Star game to see who gets a stop. At least I'm not when I do watch it anymore. It's really not a fun game to watch a lot of times. But it is what it is. Like I said, I think I said that about a million times now. You know, I do believe that the Kings, that De'Aaron was deserving. But I think, when, like I've said before, when folks look at this Kings team, they don't look at a team and go, oh, my God, that's a powerful team. It's a powerhouse. And I think that probably hurts De'Aaron. I think they don't take the Kings serious as a contender, whereas with Memphis, even with all their foolishness and shenanigans, you saw Thursday night Dylan Brooks hitting Donovan Mitchell, you know, right in the, right in the nuts. And, you know, they're just, they're just known for talking and, you know, trying to fight, you know, just running their mouths and annoying people. But I think people look at that team more of a championship contender than they do the Kings. And I think may, there probably is a belief that you don't want to reward a team that's not a title contender. Or I guess you may say a legit one with multiple all-stars. I guess I get the logic. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's fair. But it's what happens. And again, Fox plays guard. And that spot's always going to be crowded. In the, it's going to be crowded. Think about this. Devin Booker's not on the team. And you would think, okay, he can slide in that spot. Nope. Chris Paul, no Chris Paul. I mean, nope. There's no Phoenix Suns this year. <laughs> so there, you know, it is what it is. You know, and you also got young guys coming up like Anthony Edwards in Minnesota. You got CJ McCollum who's getting a chance to shine a little bit in New Orleans, especially with Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram both missing a ton of games this year again. Here's what's also crazy about this whole deal. Think about it. Last year, the big trade between the Kings and the Pacers, Sabonis ends up in in Sacramento. Tyrese Halliburton goes to Indiana. Tyrese and Sabonis are both all-stars. So that's just crazy. Think about that and that the guy that was traded, Tyrese was traded to allow De'Aaron to flourish the way he has. But Tyrese goes and flourishes and makes an all-star game. Crazy stuff, right? But if I'm, I'm, I mean, if I'm gonna have to, but I'm gonna answer my own question. You know, talk about who do you take off the All Star team if you want De'Aaron on? Mm, it's either gonna be Paul George or Jaron Jackson Jr. I like rewarding defense. I think I'm gonna take Paul George off. But yeah. Either way, but I think, you know, Zion has been out with injury. I think there's a chance that there's going to be an injury replacement, and Darren might get the nod then. But they could also go with Aaron Gordon, decide to reward, a, you know, uh, a good player on a good team. There's a lot of ways I could see Adam Silver going if he has to name an injury replacement. Is it fair? Nah. But no one said this is about being fair. Fox has good numbers. He's been clutch this year, but he doesn't have those ridiculously gaudy stats or those ridiculously gaudy scoring 40 plus 50 point type games where he'll stick out in people's minds uh, when it comes to all these votes. So I know it's not what you want to hear. I know you don't like that, but it is what it is. I think I've said that way too many times, y'all. Okay, but how about this? I'll take a break. 
then I'll come back and talk a little hip-hop with y'all. This is Jason Jones. This is the Ruler of the Court podcast, and I will be right back. Hey, what's up, NBA fans? It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5. That's it. Cinco five five dot zero zero dollars and win two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers. That's right. Those of you who have been around for a minute, or if you're just gonna join it on, can get a no sweat game. No, not 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 a no sweat game. A no sweat same game parlay every day. That's right. Every single day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. You might want to go ahead and put a bet on how many points LeBron's going to get since he's getting closer and closer to the Kareem scoring record. You know, I don't think that, you know. Or you can, you know, even though De'Aaron has already been excused from Friday's game at Indiana for personal reasons. Might be the best time to put a good, you know, a parlay on Donovan Mitchell's points. Or, not, yeah, Davion, not Donovan, Davion Mitchell, Keegan Murray three-pointers, Sabonis rebounds. So many different things you can do with that. So here's what you got to do, though. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. And we're back. I talked to Kings way longer than usual, but I think it was worth it today. But before we get up out of here, got to touch on a little hip-hop. And in case you didn't know... The Grammys take place this weekend in Los Angeles. And I'm not a big Grammy watcher, but this year the show is going to have a tribute to 50 years of hip-hop. And according to Billboard.com, those who are going to perform in this tribute include Big Boy, Busta Rhymes with Spliff Star, De La Soul, DJ Drama, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Missy Elliott, Future, Glorilla, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Melly Mel in Scorpio and the Ethiopian King, Ice-T, Lil Baby, Lil Wayne, The Locks, Method Man, Nelly, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Raheem, Rakim, Run DMC, Salt and Pepper and Spinderella, Scarface, Swiss Beats, and Too Short. They also say LL Cool J will introduce the segment, perform, and give a dedication to hip-hop. Quest Love will serve as producer and musical director. The Roots will provide music and Black Thought will narrate. And it's all from Billboard. Now, we know the Grammys has a history of not being so kind to hip-hop. So it's going to be interesting to watch this institution that many rappers have ignored for decades, boycotted, paid and, gave, and given little to no credibility to celebrate hip-hop. Like I said, this is a genre that was shunned by this same Grammy Academy, you know, a few decades ago. And not given the respect it deserved as a musical, as a musical art form. And here's the thing. I love to be a hardliner on this. 
But I have to admit, I am kind of intrigued by how they're going to pull this off. There's a cross-section of performers from all generations of rap music. All different regions. There's names I know, some other names I don't know so well. There's some names I only know from social media and memes. Hint, hint, Glorilla. <laughs> so, there's going to be a nice little... Uh, no bit of gumbo of hip-hop music going on at the Grammys. So, you know what? For the first time in a long time, I think I'm actually going to check out the Grammys. I still don't care who wins, but I will say, if I, you know, if Kendrick Lamar doesn't win everything related to hip-hop, it'll just remind me why I don't watch the Grammys. But I'm still going to probably check it out, and it'll be nice to see hip-hop get some due, especially from the folks who showed no love back in the day. How about that? Well, I hope everyone enjoys their weekend. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones, on Instagram at Mr. Jones LBC. This has been the Ruler of the Court podcast. I am Jason Jones of The Athletic, where you can also find my stories on who knows what at all times at theathletic.com. You all be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Don't be so mad too mad about De'Aaron Fox. He'll be okay, and you'll be okay as well. We'll see what happens, though. Y'all take care. I'm out.